Welcome to Ron and Nick's Best Friend Podcast, where we talk about finding the friend who helps us live in freedom, truth, and love. That's the truth. All right, here we go. Welcome to Ron and Nick's Best Friend Podcast. Finish it, Ron. The podcast you can't live without. Good morning. Good morning. Glad to have all of our tribe with us, all spread across the fruited plain. I, I didn't tell you this. I uh, texted with our friend in uh, Wisconsin yesterday. <laughs> yeah, just checked on it. You know, for, for the most random thing, Holy Spirit said, "Ask him about his knee." You know, because his knee You're talking was talking about Sean. Yeah, talking okay. about Sean. His knee was so torn up. I didn't know that. I don't know whether it was con- maybe connecting your knee and you know, evil bone water. Yeah, and yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, you know, yeah. I was checking on. His, anyway, his his kids are his kids have. Uh, had some medical issues, and uh, you know, so we're praying about those things. And Holy Spirit, you know, bring healing in in uh, the Struby household. But uh, he said his knee's doing <laughs> his knee. He has no cartilage in his knee, but he's doing better. I did I not like, know that. No, wow. man. He's, did he's, you tell him about evil bone water? Well, he listens to the podcast, so now he knows. Oh my goodness! Evil okay. bone water. Listen, speaking about sickness, I just want to bring this person out here, mm. uh, Tina. You know who Tina is? I know you know who Tina is when I describe who your, Tina is. Your Tina? My Tina. That's oh. right. Tina, uh, who has been with me, working with me for over 25 I love Tina. years. She is actually going in the hospital uh, and having surgery at uh, 1 o'clock, one fifteen. she told me. Mm. And uh, she's, like I said, she's like family. And a very tender moment happened last night. You know, I got her a card and we all signed it. And uh, I'll just say she's 65 years old. All right. She, this is this has been her life working for me. Okay, she's been working for me. I feel a sense of responsibility. I went to her husband's funeral. She is like family, and I just uh, and I'm going to send her this podcast because I don't even think she knows I even do a podcast. But mm. uh, love Tina. Uh, she was uh, she, so it was her last day for the operation. She's going to come back once she's healed uh, from a knee replacement and um, another knee. Hmm. And so I brought her in the office. I gave her the card. And she hugged me, and I looked at her eyes, and uh, we were very close. I said, are you scared? And um, she, you know, a 65-year-old woman, right? Mm. She's looking at me, and she kind of nods her head like this, and I just held her tight. I put her head on my shoulder, Mm. and we prayed. And so I'm going to dedicate, you know how we always talk about uh, if you have the right love, every song kind of works. Every song Uh, is a worship song if you got the right love, yeah. Well, well, I'm going to dedicate this song uh, Tina, because I want you to have the armor of God all over you, the power of uh, of the Spirit, and know that um, <laughs> and know that He's with you. This is for you. <laughs> if it comes on, <laughs> Tina. That's really turn turn it up. Turn yeah, it up. I always do that. He puts your, his arm around you and tells you that I am. Oh. I am. I was, I was, I was working out on a treadmill last night, yesterday, and this song came on. I was listening to songs, mm. and. I'm going to feel like crying right now. And I just start crying because it says, I put my arms around you and tell you that I am. Okay? Mm. 
uh, I'm going through things, which we're going to talk about in a second. Yeah. And I said, just, oh, my God. I, I, you know, look, you, every song works for me when, when you're trying, you're, you're listening to every word. And when I said, you know what, I know that feeling of when God puts his arm around you and says, listen, I am. You're, you, you belong to me. You are, uh, if I'm for you, who could be against you? Uh, you have my strength. Uh, don't worry. So, of course, I'm crying while I'm doing uh, my treadmill. And, of course, I'm not letting anyone see me cry because they think I'm a little crazy here. Where were you? I was at the club. At the club. At the club. All right. Well, so here's the thing. At the club. She was fearful. Okay. Mm, yeah. And I want to just talk about fear for a second. Okay. But I want to take it to a different level here or a different direction. Okay. Um, I want to talk about fear. Follow me now. Fear of failure. Okay. The fear of failure. Um, you know, you, I don't know if you really realize that. I'm sure you realize it. But, you know, uh, let me just tell you what's going on. You know, you go to a counselor and you're kind of scared to go to the counselor because, crap, man, if that counselor doesn't help you in your marriage or addiction or whatever is going on in you, uh, it's almost like your last hope, you know. I'm going to go pay a counselor to go tell me what's wrong with me. Crap, man, if that doesn't work, I got no, I got no way out here. Mm. So I, I, I talked to you a little bit this morning about what's going on with me okay mm-hmm. so here's the deal guys uh i'm doing a life change okay by the way uh just so you know i i i gained one year of age within one day did you know that you me, gained one year of age in one day because i thought i was 61 years old i've been telling everyone i was 61 and i realized i'm actually 62 hmm. and i just said oh my god yeah now that didn't that didn't start the uh <laughs> That didn't start the the life change. I was just like, crap, man. I've been I've been thinking I'm 61. What do we say? I want people to know that we. I'm gonna die the youngest version of myself. What does that mean? That means tell that, people. It means that as the Holy Spirit renews me day by day, and I become more authentically me, that I'm gonna become the youngest version of me, the most alive version of me, the most lively version of me that I've ever been. That's how I'm gonna die. So I want you guys to listen. Whoever's listening, I want you to hear me because you don't know this, Ron. Several months ago, I wrote this, okay? Oh, my God. Several months ago, I wrote this, and I said, I'm, I'm going to eventually say this, but I'm fearful of saying it, okay? But I'm going to say it right now. Listen, I'm doing a life change. I'm changing the way I eat. I'm changing the way I sleep, going bed at a certain hour, uh, a routines that I have that I've had for many, many, many decades I'm going to change that. And I did not want to say this out loud in a podcast, okay? All right? Mm-hmm. Because I'm fearful. I was fearful of failing. I didn't want anyone to know that I'm going to do this life change, which I've already started, and I'm doing great with it. But because I'm fearful of failing, or I'm fearful of people seeing that I failed, and maybe even disappointing them. So that's what I want to talk about. Wherever that goes, it goes. Fearful of failing, whatever it may be, your job. I mean, what makes you fearful of failing? There's one thing about, okay, I'm going to get an operation. I'm scared of the operation. But there's another thing. I'm talking about Tina now. But there's another thing if you're going to uh, uh, go through the operation, or whatever it may be, whatever whatever is going on with you health-wise, just speaking about health, and it doesn't work. 
Okay, fearful of the failure of whatever is going on. Hmm. Do you deal with that? Do do you under do, do people understand that when you're talking to them, or do or is, that's just me? Hmm. I am I afraid of afraid of failure. Not as much as I used to be. I think that's part of getting younger. Like I'm not I'm not really worried about failure as much as I used to be. Well, I failed a lot, so, and I experienced. We were we were talking about this, uh, and uh, look, this is full transparency. Uh, a couple of things. Last week's episode about evil bone water, and I was telling you, yeah. and we were we were coming on. Like the reason that I, and I'll just say it, and because you kind of you you poked me about this, as I said, look, I I thought it was a great episode actually. Um, but I'm not going to become an evil bone water evangelist. And you, you got up and you walked. You said, "Look at this. Look, I can do this." And I said, "Okay, come back to me six months from now, right? And 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 maybe I'll talk to you then, and you know about your evil bone water." And I I wasn't trying to be skeptical. I don't like to be skeptical of things that work for other people, but myself, I have been through so much failure of things like that that I just. It, it changed something in me. It was like, um, no. And that was the whole 13 years I spent in treatment-resistant depression. Get it? Treatment-resistant depression is, is and the things that, that I tried. And I, I would try a medicine. I would try a particular therapy. I would try, you know, and, it, and some of those things worked for, I don't know, half a minute. Some of them worked for 18 months. Uh, to a certain degree, and then and then they all failed. Ooh. They were all failures. And would you be scared if you tried an, an, a new product or a new? Direction? Well, I just, I just, uh, well, you know, maybe I'm maybe I'm throwing myself under the bus. Maybe that's why the evil bone water. I'm like, uh, I'm not, fe- I'm afraid of failure. But I mean, in that case, I'm like, I'm not really. Uh, there's nothing that evil bone water needs to do for me. I don't have the same problem that you have. Right. My knee isn't hurting. Um, you put some of that stuff on my back last week, and you know, I don't really notice a difference in my back, but okay. my back wasn't like your knee. That's not a good comparison. Um, so I'm, I'm, I'm just thinking, what I learned, what I, and, and so I maybe feel like I'm contradicting myself. What I learned was that all of those things did fail. They all failed until I met the Holy Spirit. And I, and I've, not not that I didn't know him, but until I started having a relationship with the Holy Spirit, which is what this show is all about, and he spoke to me in my depression, did that was he he is the only thing, and he's not a thing. He he was he is how I'm not depressed. And he did not fail and he will not fail and he's permanent. So I'm not worried about him anymore. Maybe that's the, the thing. I'm. I, I guess I've scarred by the skepticism of all the things that failed, and so I'm skeptical about you know any new treatment or things like that. But I'm, on the other side of it, I'm really, really not skeptical at all about the Holy Spirit. So I don't feel like He's going to fail me. And when I sit with people in counseling, I actually try to get them to this, like. Okay, there are techniques. A lot of people, like, I want a technique. I want, you know, give me the list. Yeah, and right. some people, a lot of people get really frustrated with me because I'm like, I'm not a technique guy. I'm not going to give you a technique. Right. Um, I'm going to introduce you to a person. And that person is, is going to guarantee that you don't fail. 
He's going to guarantee. Okay, that's stop right there because that, yeah. that that's that's listen. That's what I want to get to here, and I appreciate everything you just said. But for the person that's listening, including myself, okay, for the person that's listening, and take whatever situation you have going in your life that has fear in it, and the fearing of failure. Maybe it's a job, and you don't really want to do that job because you're whatever. Think about fearing failure. I want to know where or. Can we talk about where that fear of failure comes into play? What are we missing here? All right, listen, there's one thing about being fearful of being attacked, uh, getting mugged, I don't know, fill in the blank, or getting hurt when you're doing something dangerous, you know, on a stepladder. You're fearing that you're going to fall. Okay, that's, I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about something that you're fearing that you're going to fail at. Where does that come from? Is that do you think that's an internal thing? Is that a how you grew up thing? How you've been condescended by your parents, or, and you can feel you're another failure? Or is this a whole psychological thing? Is this a deceiver thing? I did not want to tell people that I was changing my lifestyle for months. I've been saying I, I got to talk about this. You know what? I maybe maybe I didn't want to make God a liar. Maybe that's what it is. That's what it may be for me. That just, you know, I'm sitting there going, oh, the Holy Spirit's this, the Holy Spirit's that. Mm-hmm. Well, why in the heck can't you do what, you know, what you, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm disappointing God. Where I'm di- People are listening to me go, well, dang on, Nick, if you had the Holy Spirit speaking <laughs> to you, why in the heck can't you fill in the blank? Okay? Yeah. You see this? Yeah, I do. Yeah, I've, I've experienced that too. Uh, it's a misunderstanding, I guess, about what failure is. Ah, because some of that I hear is like, um, <laughs> okay, good. if you're if you're four foot eleven, and you um, and you weigh you know 125 pounds, and you say, well, I'm gonna try out for the college football team, and and you fail, right? Because you're not gonna make that team, right? You know, it's it's I don't care. You, it's it's a thing. You go, it doesn't suit you. So did you fail or did you learn something about yourself? You go, okay, well, that doesn't suit me. That, that's, I don't count that as a failure. I count that as an education. You go, okay, that's, I learned something. This, this is, you know, I, I'm, I'm out of alignment with my, with my authentic self. And it's, so I think some of that is, is at play here, right? right. I, I also believe you're, you're right. Some people have told you and, and communicated to you that you are, you know, a you are you are a failure and you're going to fail and then you accept that and you start believing that so you have both sides of it going on you know i mean just holy spirit just reminded me there's this kid in in high school i went to high school with him i remember now maybe i shouldn't say his name i'll say his name his name it's not ugly his name was uh scott wine or no no it's steve wine steve wine was his name wine like the drink uh and he couldn't make the varsity basketball team he he did not make the ba- the varsity basketball team, um, and you know he was we weren't a great team or anything, and but he he was this kind of skinny sh- little dude, and he didn't really have a good shot, but dude that dude believed in himself to the place where when he got cut from the team, it was like what is everybody missing here? I'm I am the thing, and I'm telling you he couldn't make a shot. I mean he he would probably shoot. 250 from the floor you know he's like a quarter of his shots not a great shooter not not big not anything like shorter than me that summer that summer the uh 
or, or whatever, that fall, you know, following him getting cut, he tells everybody, and, and I'm, I believe he did, like the, the Washington Bullets back then had an open tryout. And the, like, this has got to be crazy. I, I don't see an NBA team ever doing something like this again. But why they did it, they had an open tryout right. up in D.C. That dude drove up there and tried out for the Washington Bullets. Okay, where's this, where's this going here? Well, I'm saying you can't make your high school basketball team, but you believe that you should be on an NBA team. team. Something's out of line there. He doesn't have any fear of failure. <laughs> He's like, right. so something's out of alignment. Oh, that's very interesting. Like he should actually. He's gone another. Yeah, he's gone the other way. So there, there's the there's the one way of going with this. Like there, there's no. I, I don't I don't I don't like the word fear, but like somewhere in there should be some humility, or some recognition that like this doesn't suit you. You know, and on the other side is like I think I think it was great that he went and tried. I think it was great. I, I think it was great that he tried out for the high school team for the Bullets. Great. I think that's great. But on the other side of it is the, the, you know, that may be the up and out or the down and out or I'm not ever going to try anything. To me, that's more, that's more like the, the fear of failure, what it does to you. It right. paralyzes you. Yes. It makes you think less of yourself. Yes. Um, you know, that's, the, that's the kind of thing that I hear when I go, okay, I have a fear of failure. I go, okay, well, let's just talk about it. First of all, are you trying to do something or is something, you know, you're, you're asking to do something or participating in something that's like it's appropriate. It's in line with who right. you are. Yeah, I got you. Um, you know, well, I, is it in line with who you are to have this lifestyle change? Yes. Yeah, okay. Well, then let's then let's redefine failure. I mean, who's going to define success or failure for you? Like, what what do you mean? What's failure? It, failure with first failure is not trying. Okay. There's a, there's number one. Okay, but then, in in this case, if it's really appropriate for you, and this lifestyle change is something that the Holy Spirit is leading you to, second failure would be quitting. Okay, uh, well, I I tried it, it didn't work. Right. And, and then you just quit. Okay, that's that's a failure. Okay, the other could be, uh, you know, I guess a limited success, and then and then uh, you you re- relapse. Okay, but look, isn't all of that all of that is I guess failure, but it leads to success, doesn't it? Doesn't it? I mean, I, I I find about myself, and I'll just say this about me: I expect to do everything perfect the first time I do it, mm. and I think that that's a that's that's something broken in me. That's obviously it's not the way things work. Mm. Um, mm, mm, mm. And a Very fear of failure paralyzes you like that. Oh, I, and then it also makes you very frustrated when the thing you try the very first time doesn't work. <laughs> you go, oh no, you you don't just, you know, don't just sit down and write a bestseller the first time you try to write something. So give me the perspective of the Holy Spirit, as you, if, if you're feeling this fear of doing something because of failure. What would the what what do you think the spirit? I mean, listen, the spirit speaks to everyone completely different. But what's a generality? I, I would think that he says, "I got you." Well, let's go to what the, let's go to what the Holy Spirit wrote us. I mean, that's probably the best place to say he wrote the Bible. He's he's he knows what he's doing, and he said he said a couple of things that that come to mind. Number one is perfect love casts out fear. So to oh know gosh. to know that you're perfectly loved, 
which is the thing. Do, are you, do you know that you're perfectly loved? And he says it casts out fear. Okay, that, ca that casts out all fear, including fear of failure. So then it's like, well, there's no, there's no fear of that, okay? You, including that, because it's a comprehensive statement. The, the other one that he says is that we should fear God, okay, which is kind of like, oh, well, wait a second. Perfect love casts out fear, but then I, I'm supposed to fear God? Yeah, you're supposed to line your life up with in relationship to who God is. Like, he's the primary reference point in your life. Look at him. That's the fear of God. Like, I position everything around his presence because fear is the yeah. thing that you'll line your life up with. Right. Like, if you line your life up with, hey, I, you know, I'm, I've, I've never been able to change my lifestyle. I've never, been, I've never been successful at doing this. And you line your life up around that fear, that's lining your life up around the fear of failure. There you go. And you, and you set yourself up for more failure. Correct. But if you line yourself up around this, hey, fear God, look where he is, get him in the right place, and then look at him and go, okay, now I can try anything to change my lifestyle as long as I see him first. <clears throat> and then I can keep trying even when, I, when, when that didn't work. Okay, well, We'll try something else. I like when you said see him first. Yeah. Yeah, see him first. See him first. Just get your life in line with who he is. And then failure is, you know, failure is not fatal to us. And I think that's probably where I would land with it. I'm going, I, I, when I say I'm not afraid of failure anymore, like it isn't like I'm a, I don't like to fail. I realize I'm going to fail. Now I just go, eh, it's not fatal anymore. Thanks for joining us today for this week's episode of Ron and Nick's Best Friend Podcast, where we talk about who? The best friend who tells us how to live in freedom, truth, and love. For more information about him or the show, you can join us at www.ronandnicksbestfriend.com. And don't forget to subscribe. I think it's great. No, that's there's great stuff there. <laughs>